everybody. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Today on DK Pittsburgh Sports. I'm Eddie Provident. With me, as always, is Dale Lawley. Uh, we're here after the Mike Tomlin press conference, Dale, and uh, we finally got some, I would say, some good news over some injuries. Yeah, it looks like uh, the Steelers will be back as close to full strength as, as they can be with, right. without some of the guys that, uh, you know, that are on IR right now. Uh, Mike Tomlin saying that, you know, guys like Zach Banner, uh, Stefan Tuitt, Anthony McFarland are they're all eligible to come off IR this week. Mm -hmm. He said they're all getting close. Um, we'll see about that. I, I do know McFarland's probably a little bit closer than the other guys. But even if they're activated, that, that just means they have that they're a start practicing. That means they have a 21-day window uh, with which to work with there before they're activated uh, on, or put it placed on the active roster or uh, put on season-ending IR. Okay. Uh, in terms of the other guys, T.J. Watt going to practice uh, on Wednesday. Good. Good. Alex Highsmith going to practice on Wednesday. Uh, who was the other guy? That, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster uh, uh, will practice Deontay at, Johnson. at some point this week, and yeah. Deontay Johnson also scheduled to practice on Wednesday. So let me, let's look back at this Bengals game, uh, as, as hard as it is to look back at this Bengals game. Do, how much of this performance do you think was due to injuries, and then how much of this performance do you think was due to just this not being a good football team right now? They're just not in a good place right now, uh, whether that's because of injuries, whether that's you can make all the excuses that you want, but they're not playing very mm -hmm. well. Um, we knew going into this season that the offense was going to be a work in progress. Right. That's not a surprise to anyone, nope. at least nope. nobody that's been paying attention. The defense being down some guys certainly right. affects the way that they want to play football. They wanted to, to allow the defense to kind of carry the load while the offense found its footing. All of a sudden, you're missing a bunch of guys on that defense, and now the offense isn't uh, capable right now at this point uh, of kind of picking up the slack. Uh, that being said, they still didn't play well. No. Uh, you know, you can't have the penalties that you had. You can't have the turnovers that you had and win football games. That's just the, the long and short of it. Yeah, and, and Tomlin said as much about the penalties that, you know, it wasn't so much that they couldn't get the, you know, that they weren't getting the running game rolling because Najee Harris had a couple of 10, 15-yard runs but all of them got called back on, as he called them, legitimate holding calls. And that was, you know, if, if you read my, my preview uh, on DK Pittsburgh Sports, I made mention that that officiating crew calls holding penalties a lot. They had eight holding penalties called in the first two games. They then called seven on the Steelers and Bengals, two teams that had a combined one holding penalty in their first two games. Mm -hmm. Certain officiating crews look for certain things. Something that you got away with in the previous game, you might not, not get, get away, away They're looking for it. Right. And so you have to be cognizant of that as a player. Uh, I'm sure the coaching staff, they, they make note of those things when they talk to the players, uh, but it just, it just they still can't happen. And it's not just the holding penalties. It was false starts. It was illegal blocks downfield. Uh, again, those are you know things that you don't see always. Uh, the, the, the illegal blocks downfield or offensive pass interference, as it were, you don't see that called a lot. But mm -hmm. we saw it called twice in that game, right. both on Chase Claypool. Uh, just things like that, you have to be you have to be aware of who the officiating crew is and what they like to call. It's part of the prep. It's yeah. part of your game prep. Yeah. And you know, I, I see a lot on on Twitter. I see a lot in our comment sections on the uh, on the website and in the videos. Uh, people just kind of like rhetorically asking, how did this team beat Buffalo? Well, when you have a bunch of penalties like we did in the last two, or like the Steelers did in the last two weeks, when you have, um, a, what, five, six guys out at, at different points on defense and on offense, uh, 
they were healthy against Buffalo. They right. they were they didn't have a lot of offensive that's line penalties that, against that's Buffalo. The way that's how they won. Play. Exactly. They're exactly. capable of playing like that. So they're capable of beating a lot of good football teams. They're capable of losing, as we've seen, to, to anybody. Lot, yeah. uh, that's just the reality of the situation right now. And that's the reality of, of the NFL right now. The Baltimore Ravens are two plays, two plays away from being 0-3. Yeah. And are they what? a good football team because they're two and one? Or are they are they that much better it's than the Steelers? Still early in the season. So. Yeah, it's yeah, still it's we, just, we don't know yet. And that's that's the that's thing. The it's reality. still early. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll start to look ahead towards the Green Bay Packers. Uh, this is DK Pittsburgh Sports. You're watching Steelers today. All right, welcome back to Steelers today. Uh, this is DK Pittsburgh Sports. I'm Eddie Provident. With me, as always, is Dale Lawley. Dale, we just kind of want to throw this Bengals game. I'm sure the Steelers want to throw this Bengals game in the trash. There's things to it learn happened. from. Yeah, you put it on tape. Yeah, there's things to learn from, as always. But um, now we're looking at facing Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones uh, with hopefully a healthy defense. As you said, as Tomlin alluded to, everyone's going to be practicing. Uh, what are some of the matchups that you're looking forward to seeing uh, coming this Sunday against Green Bay? Well, I want to see how they attack, uh, you know, as Tomlin said, minimizing what uh, Devontae Adams does. Mm -hmm. it, very much like shutting down or, or minimizing what Stephon Diggs does. Uh, Adams is a bigger, more physical receiver, though, where Diggs is more of the route runner. Uh, and Rodgers will throw the ball to him in very tight windows. So, you know, you could have perfect coverage on him and it still turns out, you know, turns into something. Uh, to me, the key is going to be that the Packers uh, at left tackle or on their third starting left tackle. Uh, so can the Steelers exploit that to some degree and, and get after Aaron Rodgers? Uh, we'll see. Uh, the, the, pa the Packers really don't throw the ball to anybody else. I think right. I made note the other day it was like 19 pass attempts to Devontae Adams, <laughs> and the next closest guy had four. So, you know, the, so but, we know the, the offense. Yeah. But you also know with Rodgers that it only takes one shot with, mm -hmm. with Mar Marquez uh, Valdez-Scantling or something like that to turn into a touchdown. Yep. So, you know, it, it's going to be an interesting matchup. It's in Green Bay. Uh, you know, I've been to Lambeau Field uh, multiple times. It's, it's a great venue for, for football. The fans will be loud. It's going to be, uh, uh, you know, it's one of the, the great stadiums in the NFL. And, uh, you know, it, this should be a, a, a very good matchup. You know, a great offense against a great defense, mm -hmm. you know, presuming they have everybody back. And then on the other side of it, um, you know, a, a struggling offense against, quite frankly, what's a struggling defense. Right. Uh, one of the things you spoke about, the struggling uh, offense and defense, but one of the things that I wanted to talk about real quick before we wrap up is the situational football that Mike Tomlin talked about. Uh, against the Raiders, the Steelers had uh, on third and 10 late in the game, uh, led up the big touchdown to Ruggs. And then uh, this past Sunday, they led up on a two minute drill, you know, two minute uh, offense, they led up the deep ball to Jamar Chase. Uh, we saw what Aaron Rodgers can do, and we, we all know what Aaron Rodgers can do in situational football, in those uh, late drives, those two-minute drives, those third-down plays. Uh, what do you think the game plan needs to be for the Steelers to mitigate that and to stop him from having one of those big splash plays that they've given up twice already this year? Let me think. Who wasn't on the field for both <laughs> of those plays when they were allowed? T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt. You think T.J. Watt's going to be a little fired up to go back to Wisconsin and have a big game? Yeah. He makes that much of a difference. That's why you pay him all the money that yep. you pay him, because if you get the pass rush, they don't have time to, to throw those passes. Yeah. Uh, you know, on the, on the long pass to Ruggs against the Raiders, uh, you know, they had Trey Norwood blitzing on that play, and right before he gets to Derek Carr, he kind of pulls up a little bit, like he's afraid that Carr is going to somehow mm -hmm. 
jump out, from him, jump right. outside of him. You got to know who you're playing against. Uh, T.J. Watt, uh, I'm sorry, he just he he changes games. He's a, he's a difference maker. He's a yeah, difference he maker. That's why you pay him that money. So, you know, if they want to try to take shots, fantastic. If, if I'm the Steelers, I say. Have at it because our pass rush is going to get there. Yeah, and one other thing about the Rugs play that, I, that if you watch the film, you'll see that uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, who was the who was supposed to be the safety help on that side of the field, bit on that uh, pump to to Darren Waller. I'm not saying that the Packers don't have other weapons to use, but as you said in the first segment, they throw the ball to Devontae Adams a lot. You don't have to worry about a Darren Waller. You don't have to worry about that that big-time threat because Devontae Adams is that guy. So I don't think that uh, – I think it's just like you said, it's a different situation. They're healthier. Uh, they're just a whole different different game. And I think that the Steelers are going to be hungry. They're going to be coming into Lambeau ticked off. They better be. Yeah, and, and I think that this is going to be a completely different situation, a completely different game uh, than we've seen the last two weeks. Uh, anything else you got for us? I have nothing. Nothing. Uh, well, that was our Tuesday edition of Steelers Today. And don't forget to check out the description below, try.betql.co slash DKPittsburgh or DKPS. Uh, if you go to their website, uh, use DKPS at checkout and you can get 20% off. And there's other offers there. Uh, this has been Steelers Today for Dale Lawley and for DK Pittsburgh Sports. I'm Eddie Provident. Thanks for watching.